Welcome to Wax Cast Radio, the official radio station of the Get It On Vinyl Revolution. Welcome to Wax Cast Radio. In our second Wax Cast, we discuss the biggest mistakes the record labels made during the takeover of the digital standard. That first mistake was killing of the physical single, which paved the way for single track downloading. Tonight, we revisit this subject, but on a broader scale. Detailing each mistake the big labels made would take hours or even days of discussion. Tonight, however, we would like to discuss how the record label industry mishandled, mismanaged, and misused the digital download format. We have stated time and time again our stance on digital music downloads. While we are, of course, pro-physical music, we believe that there is not only room for digital music, but a need. The trouble only comes when the labels forget that there is plenty of room for both to exist. As the big labels suddenly became aware of the first illegal downloads being swapped into IRC chat rooms, they panicked. The truth is, while so many criticize, it is the only natural reaction when people are stealing intellectual property that you have thousands, if not millions of dollars tied up in. Going for the throat, they opened a barrage of attacks on the users, networks, providers, and anyone who facilitated illegal downloads. Books have been written on how this was the wrong idea. While industry experts, illegal consumers, and even honest music-buying members of the public have argued that labels should have embraced digital download from the start, one has to remember the reasons why they were so resilient in the first place. Here is something to consider. Every music format change, every one, has either been developed or purchased and produced by the label's electronic subsidiaries. Sony really pioneered the CD. RCA has always had their fingers in the technology sector, and so on and so on. This is not radical business. It was simply a way to develop and produce continually superior products that would force the repurchase of their back catalog. Digital changed this thinking. Digital download was out of their development and their control. Furthermore, they had nobody to blame but themselves. The technology for providing digital music had simply bypassed their radar and went straight to the consumer. To add salt to the wound, their new, sweet-sounding CDs were making it all too easy. Secondly, while piracy has always been an issue, it was never that much of a concern. Making a mixtape from LPs or other tapes, even burning copies of CDs, was never much of a concern to the industry because it still depended on one-to-one recording. Although still illegal, to maintain any source of quality the transfer had to be from an original. Records were still being bought. Everyone was still getting paid. Both of these changed with the digital standard. Here was a simple technology, somewhat developed by the record labels and somewhat hijacked by the consumers. All of a sudden, the consumer did not need a new way to play their music. The consumer did not need shelves and cases to hold their record collection. And most importantly... What was a minuscule problem of piracy was now a monster that was doubling in size every time someone went online. It was out of their control. 
So they panicked. Sue everyone they could. Put out the fire. Stop the hemorrhaging. Pass laws. Fight it. Stop it. Stop it now. Once again, it was a knee-jerk reaction, but very justified. However, as everyone, including the labels, now know, this was not the solution. They didn't know what the solution was, but they knew damn sure and well that what they were doing was not working. People were still stealing and doing it without shame. It was at this crossroads that labels went very, very wrong and only made the problem worse. While some chose to foolishly keep fighting, others took the complete radical opposite. They embraced it fully, making the digital standard the flagship of their label. They offered up their back catalogs and rare demo cuts to iTunes, even if it meant screwing over the artist in the meantime. Anything to stop the bleeding of red ink. While many New Age labels may argue that this is the only way to survive, we believe it's a recipe for eventual disaster. The myth of lost physical revenue being made up in quantity has been exposed by many. The distribution fees of these digital downloads is so severe that it is unlikely that the artist will ever see a substantial profit from their work. The reduced price of these a la carte systems can only drive the take-home dollars lower and lower. But that does not mean that digital can be ignored. It can't. The marketplace is way too active. Last year, it became the number one way people buy music. You can't ignore it. However, in order for these labels to survive in the digital marketplace, they must stop with their current marketing plan. So what is this marketing plan? It is the constant barrage of ads to download the album via an iTunes link or digital download store. It is the drive for a quick dollar and low overhead. It is pure greed. It is the digital standard at its core. While some marketing experts see it as a cash machine, it has no long-term standing power for profitability. Streaming service, even the subscriber-based, have such low royalty payments that the artist will likely never see the revenue. What keeps coming up, though, is that there's still a substantial markup and profit to be made with physical music. If the last few years of tenfold growth in vinyl has shown us anything, it is that there is a hungry market, a growing market, that prefers physical format. The industry needs to find the balance. Expose your highest profit items, the physical formats, as the best value and sound quality. They need to stop pushing digital as the only option or the standard and market it under its only strength, portability. Digital offers nothing, nothing above portability. It sounds terrible. It's less money for the artist. And once again, you don't own it because you can't touch it. You can dress it up all you like. Play it through apps. Offer exclusive cuts. Up the bit rate. Release it early. But no matter what you do, you are still just polishing the turd. Sell it as portable. It is its only selling point. 
sell the physical copies based on their high points as well. In addition to artwork, better sound quality, liner notes, lyric sheets, you have the pleasure of knowing that you own it and you supported the artist more than any download could. Lastly, show the public that these formats can coexist. Vinyl already jumped on board with the digital download cards. Enjoy the best of both worlds. Listen to it on your stereo and take it with you in your car. Music is meant to be enjoyed in any environment, and it must be marketed to all. Without doing this, it's just leaving money on the table and out of the hands of people who want to continue to produce it. Thank you for listening to this week's WaxCast. As always, you can download all of our previous WaxCast on the archive page. We want to hear from you. Your feedback is important. Email us at sideb at getitonvinyl.com. We have a very exciting few months coming up here at Get It On Vinyl, so please make sure that you subscribe to our newsletter at the bottom of our page. Once again, we are glad to have you on board for the revolution.